You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Votto to deep right center field. Wow! The greatness of Joey Votto. 15 home runs in 22 games. Climb on his back. It's 3-0 Reds. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. With the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. Welcome back. It is BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe Giglio joined this week by Cody Decker. And uh, right now we've got to bring in our guest, Kenny Ducey, NBC Sports. has a little baseball, a little football Kenny's great on all things, and he's going to give us his thoughts on a lot of these pennant races, maybe some awards here. Kenny, let's start there. That was Votto against the Phillies, I believe, on Friday night. Reds take two out of three. Mets get swept at home by the Los Angeles Dodgers, and the Braves have a good weekend against the Nationals. Kenny, how would you handicap the NL East right now? Both Cody and I feel like Atlanta might take control here. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe in the Phillies a lot. Again, I think this is similar to what we talked about last time I was on the show, and I felt really bad for saying it, but I just don't see it uh, with the Phillies this year. I know uh, that, that they've had some exciting stretches. They have they have a ton of talent, a lot of talent on that offense, but when it comes down to it, um, I'm, I'm not sure that the talent has really produced to the level that I would like to see. Um, you know, obviously, Reese Hoskins dealing with the injury. There's been some struggles with Alex Bohm, or Alex Bohm, rather, um, you know, Bryce has really been the consistent part of that offense. Um, but we'll see what happens. You know, Didi Gregorius coming back could maybe change the way that, that that offense works. But Bohm and, and Andrew McCutcheon kind of hitting a little bit of a wall posed some problems, um, you know, as does, you know, the fact that you're, you're starting, you know, Matt Moore for some games. So I don't know. I, I just think there's, there's a lot that needs to be figured out, the bullpen especially. Um, and, and the Braves, you know, they just have a team that continues to get better. Even without Ronald Acuna, they've got uh, plenty of weapons in that offense. And their pitching has has you know really picked it up. Even some young guys making some some you know big starts in the big leagues with uh, with Kyle Muller, who just got sent down recently, but he gave them a lot of good innings. So yeah, I think that the Braves probably have the the best roster, and um, obviously they're starting from a, a game ahead. But I would still say that they'd be the favorites in my eyes. You know, talking about the uh, Phillies, you mentioned all the offensive pieces. The thing that to me has not been their offense; it's been more their pitching. The pitching has been absolutely anemic. They had they'd made a couple of moves during the uh, trade deadline. One of which being Ian Kennedy. He's a guy that can eat innings, but he's been mostly being used as a closer this year. Do you think that bullpen could possibly hold up for Philly going forward, even against the Atlanta Braves and the Mets, who just simply don't have an offense? I mean, it, it, it certainly is possible. Um, you know, you, you obviously have some entertaining nights with Hector Neris throwing the baseball, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it, you know they did do work there, and you have to respect that for Philly. I think that they have they have enough arms 
back there that, that could potentially work out. I thought I saw something about Sir Anthony Dominguez also um, potentially on the way back. But yeah, I mean, over the last couple of weeks, it hasn't been, um, you know, the, really the, the biggest issue in the world that Billy bullpen it's got a four five five ERA just happened to have bullpen stats up. I was working on something else this morning um, over the uh, this season, but uh, you know, of, of late it's been a lot better. Um, yeah, I think that uh, I think that that's an area they could certainly improve, and they're going to need to because you know the Braves bullpen is very strong. I think that they still have the stronger of the two bullpens, but um, getting a little bit closer to the level of the Braves probably is is the way to go. Um, and I think that Ian Kennedy is a guy near and dear to my heart, growing up with the Yankees. Certainly, um, you know, been around the block, an experienced pitcher late in games, and that's what the Phillies need. They need guys that can pitch in high leverage situations. They they have really struggled to find a lot of them. So, uh, yeah, I think that, you know, him, J.D. Hammer has looked really good also. So, uh, th- th- you know, they certainly could piece together a good bullpen. Kenny, you just mentioned the Yankees there. It leads us in a discussion about the playoffs, the American League, the American League wildcard race. The Yankees still behind the Red Sox, but they're catching up. And really since the last two times, last times those teams played in July, Yankees have been a way better team. Look at FanDuel right now. You get the Yankees at 21 to 1 to win the World Series. Blue Jays at 21 to 1, both ahead in the odds of the Red Sox, despite Boston being ahead of them in the standings. How do you see that playing out? If we assume, and, and I do think Oakland will get one of those wild cards, how, how do you think that AL East race for the division and then the, the two the other wild card plays out? Well, it is fitting, right, that we have the Yankees and the Red Sox. Really, it, it, it's really, it's. I, I wouldn't say it's a two-horse race for the wild card, but essentially it is. The Rays, the Red Sox, and the Yankees are all in a position right now in the wild card race where it seems like, you know, two of those three teams are probably going to go through with, as you mentioned, the A's. The Mariners, I, I think, ran out of gas a little bit. They had that magical run. The, the trade deadline seemed to, to funk it up, and now you've got plenty of, uh, you know, concerns with, with the pitching staff. So, I think that, you know, yeah, there's, uh, it's probably one of those two teams. And when you look at the way that the Yankees have played baseball, they've won a lot of games without their best stuff and without really any of their big names, Anthony Rizzo, Gary Sanchez, Gio Urshela going on the shelf, Labor Torres now, and they continue to win Joe. And that's the thing that I think is so valuable here is, you know, when we talk about handicapping the race, the upward mobility for the New York Yankees, I think is so grand. The pitching has been outstanding for them. And the offense has, has done enough, right? But you know that there's reinforcements coming, uh, you know, probably in the next week to two weeks, Gary Sanchez is coming back for this series. Um, I think that, I think that you, you certainly have a, a, a team where I'm betting on them to win the World Series. I think this is fantastic money or, or fan, a fantastic line here and could be fantastic money because, you know, it, this, this is a team that as long as they get to the postseason, you feel pretty confident with Garrett Cole and Jamison Tyone, the way he's thrown, and then either a Jordan Montgomery or at least Severino as that three-man rotation. And some of the names that have come out, given them good starts, Nestor Cortez, Luis Hill, those are guys gonna, that are going to be in the bullpen in the postseason. You have a great lineup that added contact with Anthony Rizzo, really what they desperately needed in situational hitting. And I think that this is a team that did very well for themselves at the trade deadline. That's a much better team than they were a month and a half ago. And I definitely think that they're worth a bet to win the world series. And I think that they'll end up catching the Red Sox and making the postseason. This is going to be a big series for them this week. You got a couple seven inning double headers or, or one seven inning double header, rather a couple seven inning games. So I think that it can happen for sure. 
Kenny, that fascinates me. I mean, I like I liked the Yankees as well. I think they did a great job during the trade deadline of all the moves they made. The move they made that was very impactful to me was Anthony Rizzo. They needed a lefty that could get on base and not just hit home runs. However, the team you didn't mention in that uh, AL East was the Toronto Blue Jays. And Joe and I both agree that's a team that not only intrigues us, but I think that's a team that can leapfrog not only the Red Sox, but the Yankees as well. What do you feel about the Blue Jays going forward for this next two months? Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com therapy60. It's an interesting. It's an interesting one. I mean, I definitely think that you're right that that they're they're just as talented as the other teams, if not more so. At least on the offensive side of the ball, um, you know, some of their some of their nice storylines at pitcher have kind of flamed out a little bit. Ryu and uh, you know a, a, a guy that really was starting well and and then kind of fell off the pace with Steven Matz. Um, but still, you know, they have enough there. I think that the acquisition of Barrios really helped them, and we know that they have some of the best hitters in baseball. When you look at, you know, barrels for plate appearance, look at all the stat cast stats. Those guys are, uh, they've been in the top five all season long. They just absolutely mash. Um, George Springer getting hurt kind of stinks for them. That, that might end up hurting them in the race. If he has to miss uh, some more time. And, you know, you also just look at the fact that this weekend didn't really go or this, this road trip rather didn't really go the way that they would have liked. I think that the blue Jays started off really hot and they're, you know, now they're five and five over the last 10, kind of playing, you know, some, some stagnant baseball being a little bit of holding pattern. And I think that this next week or two is going to be really important for them as we wind down the, the season, because, you know, they, they've got, they've got to start 
gaining ground, Joe. That that is the bottom line. And the Yankees here, we talked about the fact that they're probably in a better position than the Red Sox. Uh, the, regardless, right? These teams are not going anywhere. The Red Sox and Yankees could flip flop, but they're still going to be, you know, the same distance away from the Blue Jays. Unless, of course, you know, the, the Yankees minus, uh, you know, uh, go ahead and get swept by the Red Sox, which I don't think is going to happen. So the Blue Jays, really over this next week or two, they're going to start to have to win games. They're going to have to go on a hot streak. We know that they have the talent to do it, but, you know, that kind of accentuated a problem, which has been playing on the road this year. And really, they haven't really had a home, so it's it's not like we could say they've ever played at home. But technically, when they've gone on the road this year, they've not done well. That was the case this weekend. And, um, you know, I, I think that it would be amazing to see the Blue Jays get into the, the race and, uh, and win this wild card or maybe even win the division from seven and a half out. They have the bats. Marcus Simeon deserves it. He he's had what I think should should have been an MVP caliber season. So yeah, Kenny NL Cy Young Award. Interesting marker right now, especially with the news on Degrom on Friday that it's going to be two more weeks. I mean, we're talking about mid September at the earliest when he returns. I think he's out. I don't think he can win the Cy Young. It's over, and that opens it up. Zach Wheeler, the favorite right now from the Phillies. He's got the innings. He has the strikeouts. He wasn't great his last start. I think it's wide open. He's at plus one eighty. Both Cody and I like Walker Buehler. In fact, Cody Decker thinks he's the best pitcher in baseball right now. Your thought on the NL Cy Young race as it stands with the idea that DeGrom probably is out. So to me, it still begins and ends with Zach Wheeler. I, I know that you know we just talked about how pitching has been a little bit difficult um, you know, for the Phillies. And we've talked about the fact that, you know, really we have some some pretty good arms. Uh and and you know, the Dodgers we even talked about in, in Interviews passed, they uh, they can get it done. So, you know, when you talk about Walker Bueller, he's a guy that the spin rates for him went down, sadly. He didn't, he hasn't really had the same sort of, um, you know, zip on his fastball. He's still managed to have uh, a pretty a pretty great second half of the season. I mean, let, let's not make any bones about it. He's had a fantastic couple of months. He's been striking out a lot of hitters. To me, I, I just, I feel like the whole body of work for him is good, but I don't know if it's quite the same level as Zach Wheeler, who's just been absolutely dominant in the strikeout department. It's going to be a very close race. I know that Wheeler didn't do himself any favors with a bad start this weekend. He got knocked around uh, by the Reds, which, you know, excusable, right? I mean, the Reds are one of the hottest teams in baseball. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I while we're talking about it, I think it's kind of crazy that, <laughs> that we're not even talking about Corbin Burns anymore because, speaking of the, the spin rates, I mean, that just kind of tanked his whole season, uh, you know, he just, he's been great, but he hasn't been as effective, still great in the limiting barrels for plate appearances. But yeah, I mean, but when we're talking about the Cy Young race, I still think that I would probably give it to Zach Wheeler, uh, you know, leading the league in, in complete games, complete game shutouts. And just the, the way that he's been able to give the Phillies a chance to win every single time out. He, he's, you know, he's had fewer bad starts in my eyes than Walker Bueller has this year. You know, Kenny, switching it over, we have a very similar situation to the AL Cy Young as we do in the NL Cy Young because it was looking like Garrett Cole has been a favorite all season. You mentioned spin rates going down. Garrett Cole has been made basically the poster child of this entire controversy, even though it has nothing to do with him. But again, that that soundbite lives on. And it was looking like Carlos Rodon was becoming a favorite. But now that shoulder injury hits. Now it looks like Lance Lynn and he goes out and has a tough start. It really feels like it's up for grabs on the AL side, but really between three guys. Are we expecting Rodon to come back? Are we expecting Garrett Cole to be Garrett Cole for the next two months? Or is Lance Lynn going to walk away with this? Yeah, it's difficult to pick the favorite in a race that's so weird and so tight, right? So I definitely think that 
um, you, 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 you hit the nail on the head. I think that really what we're talking about, Lance Lynn, we talked about the fact that he had a, a tough outing against the Yankees at a bandbox of a field, the field of dreams field. That's not really, you know, uh, a field that we can put a ton of stock into in terms of the home runs that were hit. Um, you know, obviously too, it's just a very difficult lineup for him to deal with. So I, I still think that Lance Lynn uh, pound for pound has been the best pitcher in baseball. When you talk about the way that he struck out hitters again, you know, similar to Wheeler, um, he, he's, he's probably been the most consistent arm because we've really been dealing with just straight up inconsistency in this race. When you talk about again, you know, Garrett Cole starting out as the favorite, starting out strong, fading, you know, uh, it, and, and a guy like Carlos Rodon, who is now plus 650 to win it uh, at some sites. You know, I, I think that really the odds tell a story here, and it's that none of these guys, you know, whether it be a Chris Bassett who made the all-star team, Sean Manaya, uh, a Nady Evaldi who I actually thought had a really good shot around the all-star break, and I feel like an idiot for that now. Um, none of these guys have enough starts left to, to make up the grounds, really. So I think it's just kind of a, a, a two-horse race, really. It's about, you know, hey, can Garrett Cole do a nice enough job um, you know, and, and make up the ground that he sort of, sort of lost. I think that he could. I think that we saw against the Astros in Houston right before the All-Star break that this guy means business, and he's had a, a pretty nice second half of the season. And obviously, with a couple hiccups, and he hasn't quite been the, the same pitcher. He hasn't quite been as good. I, I still think it's a hard race to bet against Lance Lynn. But if I'm going to do it, uh, I, I don't think it's worth taking one of these wild shots, just because, like I said, there's not enough time left for someone to just make a late push that, you know, that is plus a thousand or more to win the race. So it, it's almost unbettable. I don't know if I would bet on Lance Lynn minus 225. I don't think Rodon's going to be able to do enough. I think Garrett Cole really is your only option if you don't want to pay for the favorite. Kenny, very quickly, about a minute left. Um, overreaction Monday after a football weekend is a staple. We did it earlier. Give me your overreaction. If you had to pick one of the quarterbacks, rookie quarterbacks to win rookie of the year right now, based on one weekend of preseason, who do you got? Lawrence Fields, Lance Wilson, Jones. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I am a, a Jets fan here in New York, and I was really pleased with what Zach Wilson was able to do. I thought that he looked much more comfortable in the pocket and outside of the pocket than Sam Darnold did. But I would say Justin Fields. You know, Justin Fields was running the ball incredibly well. He looked great. And I think that that was the one thing coming out of Ohio State that we didn't really know is, is he going to run the ball? Uh, he wasn't a running quarterback there. He looks great. He ran for touchdown. I like the way he played. I think he's going to have a great season. I think he's going to start week one. Great stuff. Kenny Ducey, he's from, well, he's everywhere, but including NBC Sports, as we appreciate him hopping on. Give us some insight. On the other side, let's talk some college football. We've been doing a little college football every day. Cody, let's talk some Notre Dame. What's their outlook this season? And how about some college football quarterbacks you might not know now? You will very soon. Joe Giglio, Cody Decker, Beck UL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook on the Beck UL Network.